Hi, welcome back. I'm Richard Sachs from Lost Arts Radio. For those of you who don't know, and uh, we're going through the clues, what we call the five clues that we've talked a lot about in Planetary Healing Club meetings. And we're up to almost through the list, up to number four. Uh, these are clues that human consciousness and intention can change physical events and the behavior of other people for the better or for the worse, I guess. That's how the global rulers are using it right now. But it can be used for good. And the fourth clue that that actually is a thing that happens, it's not a belief or uh, something we hope might be true or some new age fantasy or something, it's real and the clues show that. The fourth clue is Bankston's Mice. And we've done numerous shows on this. Bill Bankston has been, uh, Dr. Bankston has been on our Lost Arts Radio show as a guest twice, talking about his work. And it was really um, so important, in my opinion. It should have been front-page news all over the world on an ongoing basis. So, of course, it was ignored. And what it was is curing some mice in a laboratory that had been injected with cancer-causing chemicals, which is typical procedure. Uh, important safety tip, don't get born as a lab rodent in this particular age or probably any other. Uh, so this has been done so many times, giving mice cancer through this method of injecting poison, very similar to how humans are given cancer, by the way, uh, that it was known how many days they would live what kind of symptoms and torture they would go through, and when they would die, and how. What what systems would shut down. So Bankston got a hold of this cage of these mice, Dr. Bankston, and his experiment, I don't know how he originally thought of it, but he wanted to see if he could affect the known outcome of these cancer-causing chemicals and get the mice to recover. And he couldn't do it until he happened on the ability to imagine on a deep emotional experiential basis that he and his lab techs were celebrating the recovery of all the mice. And that led to their complete recovery without taking them out of the cage, without touching them. It should have, you know, like I said, it should have been noticed all over the world and it was ignored by the authorities and by the media and by the science. So, you know, the fake science community that passes for real scientists. Um, Anyway, this was done over and over again. It's called replication. And he even taught other people to do it successfully. And now they're experimenting in other ways with applications of the same process. So that's a clue that I call Bankston's mice. And I've talked to Bill Bankston about it a lot because I think it's so important. And it's one of the things that tells you where you put your attention and especially emotional content is very powerful. We're all walking around holding the key to world healing and world sanity and we we don't know it. So our intention and our emotions are scattered all over the place and we don't notice the the fact that they are generating our life experience. 
they're creating a lot of what we think is physical reality. And when the emotions change and the focus changes, the physical events change, but we think it's upside down, that these events are happening just by chance and people are acting different ways, uh, has nothing to do with us, and they make us feel a certain way. That's not the correct understanding. Our emotions are actually generating our experience, and when they're scattered all over the place and there's no clear intent, and our minds are full of worry about what might happen or what did happen or what could happen or who doesn't like us or who's an idiot and who we're condemning for whatever reason, um, that's where the attention goes and that's where the power that could be healing the world is wasted. This is a really big deal. You know, I'm probably not explaining it nearly as well as I should because I want you to get it. I consider you to be the literal hope for the world for the future, for the present, right now. And I'm not just saying that. It's not uh, just an idea. It's real. And that's what these clues are showing. So how do you go from where there, your attention is scattered all over the place and your emotions are just flying around and focusing on the things you're worried about most of the time or who you think is a great person or a terrible person and judging everybody from a limited point of view that we have and condemning people for things we imagine they did or that they really did, wasting all this intention that could be working on healing the world. This is the reason that we take time to do these videos. This is the reason for Planetary Healing Club where we practice this stuff because if you spent decades like I have since the 60s looking into what is happening in the world around us, where it's coming from, and um, what the global rulers intend to do, why they're creating all these horrific experiences for everybody, um, you come to the conclusion that the intent is total destruction of life on the planet, not just reduction like the Georgia Guidestones say, but complete elimination. And I don't think that's a good plan, and hopefully you don't either. So, But how do you turn it around? How do you stop it when we're on the verge of war and our, our rulers and the people that just blindly follow them who are in the millions, and they're, they're leading us, pushing us into a scenario of total destruction, you know, total war over this uh, corruption and nonsense in Ukraine, which is not what it looks like. How do you do anything about that when you've got fleets of planes in the sky spraying poison to wipe out life on Earth? It's called geoengineering. It's not just about the weather. It's about poisoning the land, poisoning the water, poisoning the air, poisoning life. Sorry, the bugs don't respect my new organic insect repellent that I just got so that I wouldn't be bothering you with all this blocking of bugs all the time. Sorry. All right, insects, be respectful. We got so many attacks, all part of one major attack and agenda directed against life and against humanity. We got this all kinds of nonsense that if I mention, I'll get removed from the platforms that I want this posted on. But you know what I mean. You've done your studying, hopefully. 
How do you turn it around? How do you get the insane rulers to wake up? This is what we really need to do, not fight them, but awaken them. And you can't do that unless you awaken yourself first. It's very important to do it in the proper sequence, but you can do both at once. So what what I've come to is the only real remedy for the situation that can work in addition to the physical positive actions that we do as far as education and like David and so many other people say, uh, peaceful mass non-compliance so that the rulers give uh, orders for our suicide and our destruction and there nothing happens because people don't blindly follow them. Very important. How do, what do we do to give power to that kind of development so it happens fast enough so it can actually succeed before the rulers complete their agenda to wipe us out? And I've looked at this for many decades. Small wildlife. And what I've come to is the main thing, the main issue is one that almost no one recognizes or even knows what the word means. And I call it consciousness. So it's related to the five clues and how Bankston was focusing on the experience that these mice were all healed and he felt it emotionally as if it was a present reality and it pulled the physical into line with the emotional experience and it happened. This is a really big deal. I mean, probably many of you may not even believe that it could happen even as I'm explaining it, but it did. And the other clues happened too. The thing is, do you have the courage to think outside the box to imagine that it might even be true and the implications of it being true are gigantic? And then beyond that, courage, you know, to think about that it could be true. Not blindly believe it, but that it could be true, be open. The courage to actually implement what it says to do. I'm looking for people like that. I know there's some of us. That's what Planetary Healing Club was for. And we're about to start another version that is more time accessible to people farther east, Eastern Europe and Africa and Asia and parts of the world that would be inconvenient on our current time schedule. Those of you in America and we've even got people in Australia and England and parts of Europe that are members. Check out planetaryhealingclub.com. It's about understanding and applying what these clues imply. And we need you. We need, we're out of beta now, shifting over to actual operational. And we need people from all parts of the world. Planetaryhealingclub.com. If you have questions about it or anything, write Richard at lostartsradio.com and I'll try to answer in the video. Or once in a while I get a chance to answer an email direct and I really like your feedback. You know, do you relate to any of this stuff? I think you do. We've gotten wonderful responses, but I'm really interested uh, in whatever you feel is important and we'll address it in videos and in upcoming shows. Anyway, off track, what, what I wanted to say is the reason that what's in these clues matters and the reason Bankston's work matters 
and the reason other people have shown the same thing and why that's important is that if you start to become aware, the work is inside yourself. If you start to become aware where your thoughts are, where your emotions are, and be open to the idea that these may be creating effects on the physical plane, which they are. That's what the clues prove. What happens if you bring your attention in, symbolized by this motion? It has meaning to it. All the scattered attention and emotional intent back to center. And then you direct it as you choose. Bankston chose... How would I feel if I was celebrating that all the mice got over the cancer, terminal cancer, and they all got better? And they did. And he did it again, and he did it again. And he taught other people how to do it, especially people that didn't believe it was possible. He taught them too, and it worked. That's a really big deal. I don't know how to say it any with any more correct emphasis or clarity. But that's our work. So I think this is the biggest fear of the global rulers, and I've spent decades and decades investigating them up to their highest levels. And I mean their highest levels, right up to the families above the bankers and the bosses above those families and the individuals at the top and the non-human demonic forces that they're all taking orders from, knowingly or otherwise. What I've seen is that they are using exactly what I'm talking about in a negative way. They're projecting fear and animosity and division, hatred and worry and despair, anything with a low frequency. These things actually have frequencies that are measurable. Anything with a low frequency emotional state in order to keep the humans in the world from waking up. Why? Because if they wake up, like you and me and other people, We can't be destroyed. Well, you can't be permanently destroyed anyway because you're not a physical body. That's your costume that you're wearing for a little while. And I mean a little while. A hundred-year lifespan is like nothing. You just don't realize that till the end of it. So if the humans who are actually spirit consciousness in this costume, using mind, but we're not mind either. That's an interface. It's a tool. So if humans become self-aware, which is the ultimate meaning of waking up, you know, when I say waking up, I don't mean becoming aware of all the bad things happening in the world. That's strategic awareness, which is good, lets you make better decisions. But the real waking up that has power, that's experientially tuning into who you are, getting quiet enough inside, watching your thoughts, and emotions that are distracting you all over the place and bringing them in. And if you want to learn to direct them for healing, there's two major ways to do it. One is on your own, where you focus on, like in Emoto's experiment, the second clue we talked about, projecting love at the glass of water and changing it. You can do that at uh, life forms like even people respond to that. But that's limited. If you do it from yourself, your ego's involved and you get burned out. You can get exhausted, run down. If you, if you connect to spirit, which is another whole series of discussions, this thing called God is actually real. 
and can be experienced. And you tune into that and give it permission to flow through you. And your intent is healing for the world. Can you follow what I'm saying? You know what would happen? So the global rulers don't have to be afraid of that. They're afraid because it would ruin and stop their agenda. But their agenda is not good, to put it in uh, G-rated terms. It's really not, not good for us, and it's not good for them. Because there's this thing, and it doesn't matter what name you give it, but it's been known as karma. And it's real, just like God is real. And karma is meticulous. These guys that wipe out planets on purpose, like they're trying to do to this one right now, that doesn't have a good reaction on your future when you do stuff like that intentionally. So ultimately we want to invite them to do what the religious people call repenting. It means changing direction. And anybody can do it. It doesn't. We've all been complete idiots in some way in the past. I certainly can vouch for that. <laughs> I get stunned when I look at my earlier life, you know, and how long it takes me to learn anything. I'm a really slow learner on a lot of these lessons of wisdom and apparently insisting on learning by doing everything wrong as many ways as possible. And then finally realizing, oh, none of that works. You need connection to God. Your own ego is not going to lead you well. And you, you're going to have a lot of brilliant plans that turn out to be really dumb. So the sooner you realize that and connect to the source that we all came from, which is not a belief, it existed way before any beliefs, no religions were even thought about, it existed before any of this creation started. And it's still right here with us. It's not, an, it's not a belief, it's real. All these things are real. So do you have the courage to think outside the normal box that wants to waste your time and do the work inside yourself with your own attention to reconnect to where you came from and who you really are. I think you do, or you wouldn't be watching this. So think about it. Planetary Healing Club is a group working on that now. Planetaryhealingclub.com But we got a request to start with a very well-known partner in uh, the Middle East a second group doing the same kind of work with a little bit different perspective, and that's going to be starting shortly. I think you'll enjoy it. And I'll, as soon as I have details, I'll, I'll let you know. But Planetary Healing Club's up and running now and looking for participants, people brave enough to do the work in all parts of the world, I hope, because as many points of uh, awakening and light that we can have, the better, the quicker and we'll all support and help each other. It's not too late to turn this around. As hopeless as it may look, it's not too late yet because you're not who you think you are. You're incredible. You're not limited. You're not physical. You're the one living in the costume, not the costume itself, although the costume is amazing. I mean, I'm not going to take too long on that. I just want to tell you I'm not kidding when I I really appreciate love and respect you because you're such an incredible being and you're the reason why I'm trying to uh, 
make some little contribution to turning this around because I think you're the main person that I want to reach who has this massive power that the dark forces want you never to find out till the end of your life and then have you look back when you're dying, which just means transitioning to a different form and environment. Um, And you look all the way back here and say, wow, if I had just not been so scattered and crazy and just still for a minute and realized what I could have done to help heal the world, I wish I would have done it. This is far in the future when you're leaving your current lifetime. And you ask God, God, could I please have another chance? Can You're all powerful. Can you send me all the way back in time to try it again? All the way to, uh, a way back to 2022. And God says, sure, here you go. Now you're here. What are you going to do? Thank you. I, you're so appreciated. And we'll get to the last clue in the next video. In the meantime, planetaryhealingclub.com and with questions or suggestions of what to talk about in future videos, richard at lostartsradio.com. And I'll look for your email. Thank you. Thank you for being in this challenging environment at this time. You're here because you're needed. Don't underestimate yourself and what you can do. Talk to you soon.